Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the April 25th episode of the Bacon Bets podcast, the NFL Draft Special Edition episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. I'm recording this on Monday night. I'll be releasing it Tuesday morning, the NFL Draft, just a couple of days away. I was going to wait until after the Leafs-Lightning game uh, to record tonight, but they are down 4-1 at the end of the second period. So screw it. I'll just record a little bit earlier because I can't take watching that team break my heart Again, I mean, it's like watching it's like watching your 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 pet dog just like slowly die of cancer is kind of what it feels like. Uh, so I'm gonna record it right now. Um, so what I'm gonna do on this episode, and by the way, I'll tell you now at the top of the show. Usually I wait till the very end, but if you're watching this on YouTube, like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel version of the podcast, and if you're listening to this just the audio version, number one, please rate and review, and number two, uh, you might actually want to go over to the YouTube channel. And watch the YouTube version of this episode because uh, it will be a little bit video friendly. The reason why I'm going to start off the first half of the show, I'll break down my best bets for the NFL draft on Thursday. I have, uh, which is on brand, I have a million bets locked in. I think I have like maybe 15 bets locked in for the NFL draft, all just for the first round pretty much. And then after that, I'm going to do my official mock draft. I'm going to do it live right in front of your face. I haven't done it yet. Uh, I'm going to do it on pff.com if you haven't, uh, or if you don't know, there's like a live mock draft simulator. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make the pick for every team based on where I think, uh, what I think teams are going to do and what I, who I think they're going to pick. Um, and then at the end of the first round of the draft, I'll, I'll see how I will, will I did. I'll, 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 I'll line myself up next to these so-called NFL insiders. Now I'm not an NFL insider. I don't claim to be. So the mock draft is just going to be for fun. Um, I'll base it off of. Betting odds mostly, uh, and then secondly off mock drafts that I've looked at, and then third just off gut feeling. How about that? So that'll be a little fun way to end the show, but this is a betting show at the end of the day, so we are going to start with my picks uh, for the NFL draft, my best bets. I gave out three on Monday morning's episode of Chasing That Paper, so I'll quickly rip through those first. 
Um, and then I have a bunch of other ones here to get through. Uh, how many do I have? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I said 15 earlier as a guest. That's exactly how many I have left in. Uh, very good radio and podcasting. When they actually uh, teach you how to do radio and podcasting, they say the number one thing you should do is just count things. It's very fun to listen to. Uh, but I have 15, <laughs> 15 bets locked in. Uh, some of them I have a little bit more of an explanation than the other. NFL Draft is one of those events, uh, much like the Super Bowl. Then, then again, I do handicap the Super Bowl more. Um, it's one of those events, trying to think of a good comparison. I can't think of one off the top of my head. But I, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm t- trying my best to win bets and to make good bets and bets that will cash. But at the end of the day, this is not, to me, a money-making endeavor. This is a for-fun endeavor. Uh, I actually, actually, the NFL Draft is top five most fun thing i think to bet on um when they go do 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 that was a terrible impression what's the what's the noise that they make um i don't know if it's gonna come through on this i don't know i definitely won't i'm gonna i'm gonna turn off my i'm gonna switch over to speakers i'm talking about the sound they make when the pick is locked in and you have a bet and it comes down to this pick oh it's the best nfl draft pick is in sound let me see if i can get it to play here Oh, no, that's me turning up the volume. No. And and we have an ad. Shoot the man. Shoot the dog, dude. This, I mean, this is not worth it. I'm just trying to play the sound. I don't even listen to a fit. The video itself is four seconds. I have to watch a 15-second ad to get to it. Here we go. That's all I was trying to play. That sound gets the juices flowing. Uh, also, the draft, one of the only, it's actually the single event all year um, that fans of shitty teams have to look forward to, which is great. Uh, so me being a Falcons fan, we sucked this year. So now I get to look forward to the draft because we have the number eight overall pick. So that's, it's always a nice little uh, bonus for us fans of shitty teams. But I've filibustered enough. Let's get into my best bets. My point of that whole rant, I think, was that this is not a money-making endeavor. I'm trying my best to make money but at the end of the day there's no stats i can look up for this we're basing these bets off of what we hear from nfl insiders quote-unquote nfl insiders so i don't i think they pretend like they i think they act like they know more way more than they do these nfl insiders oh i've been on the phone with uh gms all day and uh this is the uh fuck off yeah right first of all who talks on the phone anymore nowadays I got a glass of wine with me tonight, by the way. So strap in, baby. Once again, if I can finally get to my point, it's that when I lose a couple of these bets and I'm going to lose them, don't roast me. It's for fun. Fade my picks if you want. Tail them if you want. The NFL draft betting on it is all about having some fun. So let's try to do that. All right, let's start off. I'm going to rip through the three picks I gave out on chasing that paper. Just so the people who watch that on Monday morning, um, I'll rip through them quick so you don't have to hear me rant on about them too, too much. But my favorite pick, I think, of the entire first round of the NFL draft is for over three and a half uh, wide receivers to be selected. In the second half of the first round, there are plenty of teams that need a wide receiver. Um, I originally had Packers in the second. Well, I guess even originally the 15th overall pick wasn't technically second half of the draft. You get my point. There's a lot of teams picking 13 or later 
who need a wide receiver because there's no top 10 wide receiver talent, but there's a handful of guys that are late first round talent. You got the Packers, you got the Lions, you got the Chargers, you got the Ravens, you got the Vikings, you got the Giants, you got the Eagles, you got the Chiefs. All those teams, wide receiver is one of their needs. Now, they're not all going to pick wide receivers, but if four of them do, then we cash this bet. So if half of those teams that have a wide receiver for a need take a wide receiver later on in the first round, we're golden. Now, obviously, the top guy is... Um, Let's see, Ohio State, Jackson Smith Najigba. I don't know about you, but I like calling him NSN, JSN. I like calling him JSN. Maybe just because I don't know if any other, if I don't know if anyone else feels the same way, but I really, I don't like saying the last name Smith Najigba. It's a little too close. It's a little too close to my word that I should not be saying. It makes me nervous. So I'm just going to call him, <laughs> I'm just going to call him JSN. Um, all right, let's, uh, so yeah, he's obviously going to be the first one. He's going to be a first round pick. But then there's like a group of three guys after him who things are uh, very close. Jordan Addison out of USC, Quentin Johnston out of TCU, and Zay Flowers out of, why am I blanking? Boston College. Um, I think all three of those guys are going to go in the first round. That's kind of what it comes down to. And I think it helps that there's no clear number two because there isn't any one of those three guys could end up being the number two wide receiver taken off the board, which means there could be a team later on in the first round who let's say just for example, has Zay flowers as their number two. And he's the other two, uh, Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnson already taken. If someone late in the first round had Zay flowers as their number two, they're going to take him regardless. I think that helps our case because if there's a clear number two and clear number three and then a wide gap and then number four, there might be a team who would have that number two and number three guy on the draft boards. When they're gone, they're not going to take the number four guy because everyone has the number four guy as the number four guy, if that makes any sense. What I'm saying is guy teams late in the first round might feel like they're getting a steal if they rank one of the receivers number two who some teams earlier ranked three or four. Does that make any sense? All I'm trying to say is I think it helps us that there's no clear number two at the wide receiver position. So I'm going to take over three and a half wide receivers selected in the first round. I got it at minus 120. I'm also going to take Christian Gonzalez over eight and a half for his draft position at plus 110. I think, the, and the odds indicate this too. Devin Witherspoon is around minus 200 to be the first cornerback selected. So Christian Gonzalez likely will be the second cornerback selected. So for this bet to lose, there needs to be two corners taken inside the top eight. Now, I think we're going to see a flurry of quarterbacks. I think four quarterbacks are going to be taken in the top eight. So that leaves four positions left or four players left. I think Devin Witherspoon might go to Detroit. And I think the other three teams take defensive linemen. Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson, and Will Anderson. And then that's it. I think if my math just added up right. Now, I think, and this is why his draft position for this bet is at 8.5, is because the Falcons picking at 8 might take Christian Gonzalez. That was actually who I thought the Falcons were going to take initially. They traded for Jeff Okuda, which made me think he was off the board for them. But then over the weekend, they released Casey Hayward. So now they're kind of back in a similar position. They could take corner there. I don't think they will. I think they trade down. 
But the Falcons could do a number of different things that wouldn't completely surprise me. I'll talk about the Falcons when we get to the mock draft afterwards. But regardless, at plus money, I think there's some value there. Christian Gonzalez over 8.5 draft position. And then I got uh, B. John Robinson over 13.5 draft position for him to be drafted 14 or later. Now, the odds are not on my side for this one. They've actually, even just throughout today, they've shifted the opposite side. It's actually, you can get plus money on this now. But no running back has been selected earlier than 24 since 2019. Running back is not a glaring need for a lot of top teams, and I think teams might trade down for Bijan Robinson as well. Now, I'm hoping that teams have learned their lesson not to take a running back inside really the first round at all. I would be interested to see to put together a list of the top 10 running backs in the NFL and see where they're all drafted. Now, the team that worries me, not only for this bet, but worries me for my fandom, is the Atlanta Falcons. Because a lot of people, and the betting odds indicate this as well, Bijan Robinson's, the favorite, the team that's favored to draft him is the Atlanta Falcons. Now, the Falcons have so many holes in their team that if they were a boat, they'd sink within seconds. Last year, they got arguably the steal of the draft, Tyler Algier in the fifth round. He was a top five rookie in the NFL this year, offensive rookie in the NFL this year, rushed for a thousand yards. You could the Falcons could go defensive line. They could go corner. They could go hell, wide receiver. We need a wide receiver too. They could go an interior lineman. There are so many different positions they need. But they might just go Bijan Robinson. And the reason why I say that is because history, and well, if you just if you're a Falcons fan, you know this based on what the management has said. Their team strategy is to build the team and fill the holes through free agency and in the draft, draft the best player available. Well, if you're just drafting based on, and I mean, Kyle Pitts being drafted two years ago, like second or third overall proves that. Now, if you're just drafting the most talented player available, well, B. John Robinson, if you're just talking about pure football talent, might be the most talented player in the entire NFL draft. But we don't need a running, what are we going to do with him? We have a guy last year from last year's draft who'd have rushed for a thousand yards. We have Cordero Patterson. Now you want to add a, a run, add in a third running back to the mix? Why? 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 Unfortunately, I think they might do it, but for the sake of my bet, I'm taking over 13 and a half draft position. I think Bijan Robinson goes 16. Uh, I'm going to go over four and a half quarterbacks. Joe Osborne gave out this pick on the show. I like this pick a lot. He got first dibs on it, though. I think Hendon Hooker goes uh, in the first round. I've seen, I think it was Peter Schrager had him going. I think he had him going like top 10 or something. So obviously this, because the four guys, Levis, Young, Stroud, and Richardson are all going to go in the first round. The wild card is Hendon Hooker. I think he goes in the first round as well. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to like Minnesota. So I'll go over four and a half quarterbacks selected in the first round at even money. Then I got Anthony Richardson under four and a half draft position at plus 232. I think we are going to see absolute chaos in the top five picks. So why not? I think it is going to be a lot of quarterbacks. Why not take Anthony Richardson to be one of those top four picks? We're assuming Bryce Young goes number one. Who knows what the Texans do number two? Wouldn't be shocked if they draft Anthony Richardson. Will Levis is now the betting favorite to go number two. Some people are saying because the Texans are going to trade down and the pick that the team that's going to trade up is going to take Levis at number two. Maybe. 
Let's say Levis goes number two. Cardinals sitting there at number three. Do they just take a, the best defensive player available? Do they trade down two and someone trades up to get Anthony Richardson? Who knows? Maybe at number four. The Colts could take Anthony Richardson at number four, maybe. Plus 232, too good to pass up. And I think Anthony, I think CJ Stroud has now dropped to the point where he might be the fourth quarterback taken off the board. If that's the case, Anthony Richardson could go there under four and a half, like the odds of plus 232. Jalen Carter under seven draft position at plus 123. I think Jalen Carter goes to the Seahawks at five or Lions at six. I love that bet at plus money. Uh, by the way, I will let you know all of these bets, obviously, well, not obviously, because if you don't live in New York, you don't know. Once again, New York, you can't do fun props like this. So you can't bet on the NFL draft in New York. So all my NFL draft props are all bet at offshore books. Um, two offshore books and one Canadian book that I'm betting on through proxy i will not name that book because i don't want to get in trouble i don't know if i would get in trouble but i don't want to name it the two offshore books uh, i use for these props is uh bovada if you're in the states bodog if you're in canada and bet online are the two offshore books i'm using by the way i won 100 150 betting on bet online on mini putt this past week with rob pozzola and jeff feinberg and andy molitor gotten invites to a professional world putt putt league and I, they play they played in a threesome. I bet on Jeff Feinberg to win the threesome at plus two hundred. Cashed, beat Pozzola by two strokes, and then I hammered all three of them to miss the cut. Obviously, they're not going to make the cut at a professional putt putt tournament. That that cashed as well. Shout out Bet Online for putting those odds up. Uh, Jackson Smith Najigba. It's not a curse word. It sounds like one. It sounds too close. I'm sorry. JSN, under 13.5, plus 160. I think he goes to the Packers at 13. Now that the Packers have traded up, they swap picks with the Jets in part of the Aaron Rodgers deal. I'll take him under 13.5, a plus 160. He is the clear top receiver, seems to be. But then again, it seems like if there's ever a position where uh, someone who people don't expect to be the first receiver taken. Like, that's the position group where you could see a dark horse get taken first. It always used to be the Raiders. The Raiders, it would always be like, they'd take some, right, like, the guy who's ranked, like, the fourth or fifth receiver, they'd end up drafting him as a top receiver because he ran a fast 40 back in the Al Davis days. Shout out, that makes me think of Darius Hayward Bay. Regardless, under 13 and a half of plus 160, I think the Packers out of spite after not drafting wide receiver or tight end for the first round the entire time Aaron Rodgers started for the team. They need a wide receiver. They probably, hey, are they going to draft out of spite? I mean, they'd be stupid, but they might. I mean, they, it's not it's not like they don't need a wide receiver. They need they need a wide receiver. As soon as they, they trade away Aaron Rodgers, then they, they then finally draft a receiver in the first round would be hilarious. They draft at 13. JSN's number is under 13 and a half of plus 160. I'll do it. Under one and a half running back selected in the first round of plus 115. Uh, obviously, Bijan Robinson is going to go in the first. It seems like the wild card for this pick is uh, Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. I'm seeing mock drafts that he goes as late as 50. I hope teams have learned their lesson. But then again, I think we think NFL GMs are smarter than what they actually are. So I wouldn't be surprised if I lose this, but drafting one running back in the first round is bad enough. Drafting two would be insane. So I'll go under one and a half running backs selected in the first round of plus 115. This one I already mentioned earlier, and these are the last few. I'm just going to whip through them. 
Uh, B. John Robinson to get taken by the Commanders. I think the Commanders take him at six, at 16. You can bet on that at plus 850. Mr. Irrelevant to be a defensive player, punter, or long snapper, minus 110. I have no reason. That's It's a coin flip. Pick one. It's fun. It gives you something to root for the very, very last day of the draft. Uh, Stetson Bennett, another last day of the draft pick here. Drafted in round seven, plus 400. Back-to-back national champion. I think someone's going to take a shot on him. Who cares about a seventh-round pick? Someone will throw a seventh-round pick on him. He's favored to go undrafted, especially with the reports lately that people, some teams don't like his off-the-field stuff. Listen, he's a back-to-back defending national champion. I think some team's going to throw a seventh-round pick at him. Plus 400. And then we have team to draft position first. I got the Ravens to draft a wide receiver first, plus 200. I think with them signing OBJ, it's clear that they're doing all they can to bring back Lamar Jackson. I think drafting a wide receiver in the first round would be another step in the right direction. Jaguars first pick to be a defensive lineman, plus 250. Chiefs first draft pick to be an offensive lineman, plus 200. And Chargers first draft pick to be a wide receiver at plus 140. So I'll recap all of those, and then we'll get into my mock draft. Uh, all right, so I got over three and a half wide receivers in the first round, minus 120. Christian Gonzalez over eight and a half draft position, plus 110. Over four and a half quarterback selected, plus 100. Bijan Robinson over 13 and a half draft position, minus 110. Anthony Richardson under four and a half draft position, at plus 232. Probably wasn't a great idea to select a dry wine when recording a podcast. Uh, Jalen Carter under seven draft position plus one twenty three. JSN under thirteen and a half plus one sixty. Under one and a half running back selected in the first round plus one fifteen. Commanders to draft Bijan Robinson plus eight fifty. Mister Relevant to be a defensive player, punter, or long snapper minus one ten. Stetson Bennett drafted round seven plus four hundred. Ravens first draft pick to be wide receiver plus two hundred. Jaguars first draft pick to be a defensive lineman plus 250 Chiefs first draft pick to be an offensive lineman plus 200 and Chargers first draft pick to be a wide receiver at plus 140 Ooh, the Leafs scored it's 4-2 probably too little too late um all right let's share my screen here let's let's do this draft like I said if you're not watching this on YouTube it'll probably enhance the experience because you're gonna be able to follow along visually with me um display capture i want to do that and then whoop support for this podcast and the following message come from corient corient provides wealth management services centered around you they focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully preserve their wealth and provide for the people causes and communities they care about As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bring myself down nice and small in the corner here. So here you go. This is the PFF uh, mock draft simulator. I did a full one, uh, full seven round one, acting as the Atlanta Falcons GM with Rob Pozzola on forward progress a couple of weeks ago. You can look that up. Keep in mind that was before the Jeff Okuda trade. I took Christian Gonzalez eighth overall, but I'm going to do every team. And this is not what I would do as GMs. This is what I'm predicting teams to do. I've selected all teams. Uh, this stuff doesn't matter. None of this stuff matters because I'm making the pick for every team as well. But this is a very fun tool to play around with yourself. You can pick your team. Um, and then it's all like the other teams are computer generated and they switch around and it's kind of fun to play with. I've done multiple of these now. Um, I'm just doing round one. So obviously a few teams I won't be picking for. I'll be making 31 picks because the Dolphins forfeited, uh, their first round pick, which sucks for them. All right, let's enter draft. On the clock. Uh, start draft. Obviously... I mean, if you look at the betting odds, it's like minus 2,000 now. I'm not going to say a hot take and say they're going to take anyone else. So Panthers, we're just going to move along with this one. Bryce Young. Texans. By the way, I did not fi- I did not figure this out beforehand. I don't know how this is going to go. This is like me trying to do a puzzle while being handed one piece of the puzzle at a time. So this could end up being a shit, a complete shit show. The Texans, are they going to trade down? Are they going to take a quarterback? Are they going to take a defensive lineman? I think they're going to take a defensive lineman. And based on the betting market, Will Anderson is no longer the favorite to be the first defensive player selected. It is Tyree Wilson. I think the Houston Texans are going to select, if I can find them, the hell oh there we go Tyree Wilson Ooh, interesting uh now I'm seeing I've kind of backed myself into a corner where now I might not like this draft is not going to line up with the way the bets that I've placed I've just realized uh probably probably not smart who gives a shit um you can even trade in this now select a team to trade with 
Are the Cardinals going to trade down? I'm going to guess... This is gonna be this is gonna be just a uh, I was gonna see the Raiders, but the Raiders are not there. Okay. The Cardinals, now that they see Tyree Wilson has been taken off the board, they're gonna say, Oh shit, we can get Will Anderson here. I'm gonna take Will Anderson. Now, the Colts have their pick at quarterback. Now, I'm already remembering that Will Levis is a huge... is not a huge favorite, but sizable favorite to go number two. I guess if you bet on that, you lost. Colts are going to go quarterback. They might even trade up for it, but the Colts are going to go quarterback. I think the Colts will go with Will Levis. So I, I, have, now, I have now lost my bet. I may place the bet. I lost my bet. It was plus 260. But based on this mock draft, I've now lost my bet for Anthony Richardson to be in the top four. But that's okay. We're going to figure it out. I think the Seahawks go with Jalen Carter. Um, and you can see their needs and everything. Guards in our D-line. They are betting favorites to take a defensive lineman. I think it's like minus 200. For the Seahawks to go defensive lineman with their first pick. I think they go Jalen Carter. The most talented defensive lineman in the draft. Off-field issues, potentially. Didn't look good at this pro day. Was involved in the car crash that killed a guy and a girl. I think the Seahawks take Jalen Carter. Now, the Lions are probably going to go corner. Uh, they were probably going to go uh, D-line until they traded away Jeff Okuda. Now they need a corner almost more than anything. Devin Witherspoon is the... Not overwhelming, but he's around minus 200 to be the first cornerback selected. Uh, the Lions are minus money to go cornerback. I think it's a natural fit. I see I haven't done any trades yet, but I don't know because I'm uh, controlling every single team. Uh, no, we'll see. Maybe computers control it. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm not making a trade yet. The Raiders! I think the Raiders go with uh, the core. I think this is where Anthony Richardson goes, which is means CJ Stroud has now dropped far. Um, but I think the Raiders go Anthony Richardson. Jimmy G is clearly not the long-term answer there. He'll start for a year or two. Anthony Richardson seems to be kind of a the highest ceiling player, but he kind of has, he's the rawest. Sit behind Jimmy G, learn for a year or two. They want to get their new face of the franchise for years to come. Anthony Richardson to the Raiders. Now, this is where I want to trade. I think the Falcons trade down. Even if they want to get B. John Robinson, I think if they pick B. John Robinson at number eight, they're idiots. I don't think there's another edge rusher. If Tyree Wilson or Will Anderson follow them, take an edge rusher there. Maybe they go with Christian Gonzalez now that... Um, What's-his-face? Um, I mentioned his name earlier in the podcast. A former Chargers guy came over, broke his arm or something. PCL something. Casey Hayward. Now that Casey Hayward's released, maybe they go corner. But if they want an edge rusher, they can get... Like, there's a group of them that are, like, the second-tier guys. They could get them a little bit later in the draft. 
If they want to go wide receiver number two, they can get him a little bit later in the draft. They, if they want to get B. John Robinson, they can get him a little bit later in the draft. Uh, there And there are some decent corners that they can even get. Probably not as good as Christian Gonzalez, but Joey Porter Jr., for example, a little bit later in the draft. Team's interesting. Pick eight. I think they could drop down to 12. What are you going to give us here? 12, 8. Can you give us your third round pick since we don't really have one in that slot? And screw it. Toss in. Toss in a the 201st overall pick and give us like a fifth round. Uh, ooh, maybe better. Give us a... This is a 54% chance to be second. Let's, let's offer this. So I'm offering the 8th overall pick to the Texans for 12th, 65th, 201st, and next year's 3rd round pick. Trade accepted. Beautiful trade for the Falcons. We loaded up. We only dropped 4 spots. We got 2 more picks this year. We got another 3rd round pick last year. Beautiful. So now the Texans are on the clock. Now the Texans did that because C.J. Stroud is still on the board. You're telling me they can trade up, get Tyree Wilson and C.J. Stroud, or they can get Tyree Wilson number two and still end up getting C.J. Stroud? Because they're shocked that the Raiders just took Anthony Richardson at number seven. They say, yes, get Terry Fontenet on the on the phone. Let's trade up. Let's get C.J. Stroud, who we didn't think would still be available. Boom, Texas takes C.J. Stroud. All four of the top quarterbacks off the board. The Bears. Huge favorites to take an offensive lineman first. They're hoping Peter Skronkowski, Skoronski, falls to them. He probably will. Obvious pick. You got to protect Justin Fields. Their offensive line sucked this year. No-brainer. Might be the biggest no-brainer of the first round as long as he hasn't already been taken. Then you have the Eagles. The Eagles have a 10th round pick from New Orleans it is very rare for a defending conference champion, a Super Bowl runner-up, to now have the 10th overall pick. So what do they do? I think in this situation, I don't even think you bother trying to fill a... Like, well, it, even, it says their number one need is wide receiver. I don't know if that's true. You have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Do you need another guy? There's not really another... Oh, Paris Johnson might went to the Bears. I think he actually might be the fair to be the first. That's interesting. PFF ranks uh, Peter Skarunski higher. But the Eagles don't need a tackle. They need a guard or a center. There's, you don't really can't really take a guard or a center in this spot. I mean, the Eagles could take Bijan Robinson here. You know what? I say the Eagles just say, hey, let's add to our riches. Let's give our, you know... MVP potential quarterback another weapon this is now I'm gonna by doing this I lose my JSN to the Packers bet or no I it was under 16 and a half so this works they take Jackson Smith Jig Jigba Titans up next they need a wide receiver and they need an offensive lineman according to PFF well, they just lost out on JSN. I think they take Paris Johnson Jr. here. 
Now the Falcons are on the clock. Now they have Bijan Robinson. Christian Gonzalez is still there. Now, I'm trying to do this. It's easier for other teams for me to just do it how I think they're going to draft. It's very difficult for me to draft for the Falcons based on how I think because I, I want to draft based on how I want them to. I mean, Christian Gonzalez is still there. Ugh. They're taking Christian Gonzalez. If he's still there at 12, they have to take him. But if they if they were to take... who? but Nolan Smith, apparently he might go there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with... I'm going to go with Christian Gonzalez. The Packers, now at number 13. I still think they go wide receiver to stick it to Aaron Rodgers. Which wide receiver do they like? I have no idea. Do they want a big body? Do they want, do they want a quick guy? I'm going to say Quentin Johnson, TCU, goes is the second receiver off the board. Now, the Patriots. Nothing the Patriots like doing more than trading down in the first round. So that's exactly what they're going to do. If you're not watching this, on PFF during this, you can go to trade, and then they come up with teams that, like, I guess are quote-unquote willing to trade with you. I don't know how they determine that. The only team apparently wanting to trade up number 14 based on this PFF simulation is the Buccaneers. So we're going to trade with the Buccaneers. We're going to move down to 19. So 14, 19, what else can we squeeze from the Buccaneers? Can we squeeze their second-round pick? No, 50% shit. Probably not. Let's go with their third-round pick. And let's go their 175th round pick. Not 100, not 175th round. 175th overall pick. And a round three pick next year. So 14th overall from the Patriots to the Buccaneers. The Patriots get back 19th overall, 82nd overall. Actually, we're going to... Yeah, 175th overall in next year's... Let's take off the 175th. Let's take... And then... No, that's, that's not going to work. Why? I, yeah, okay, this works. Patriots get back 19th overall, 82nd overall, 153rd overall, and next year's third round pick. 72% chance to be accepted. Accepted. Beautiful. So now the, the Buccaneers and my official mock draft are now selecting 14th overall. The Buccaneers need a tight end, offensive line, D-line, safety, and a quarterback. What do we have for offensive line left here? Darnell Wright. No, they're going to go Nolan Smith. They're going to go... They're going to go Nolan Smith from Georgia, the pass rusher. Now the Jets, they're going to take an offensive. It's like I think it's like minus four hundred or minus five hundred for the Jets to take an offensive line. So uh, specifically a tackle. So who's the next best on the board? Darnell Wright or Broderick Jones? PFF has brought Broderick Jones is slightly better. The ADP average draft pick of people who do these mock drafts slightly favor Darnell Wright. Let's go Darnell Wright from Tennessee going to the Jets. Washington. Plus eight eight fifty. I just cashed a Bijan Robinson to the Washington Commanders bet. Boom. 
Steelers, this is easy. They need a tackle. Broderick Jones is still available. It's a match made in heaven. Beautiful. The Lions, they now need a wide receiver. They're going to take, and this is going to be an upset, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison is still going to be on the board. Oh, and the crowd goes wild. Oh, they we knew we were, they were going to take a wide receiver, but oh, they, they took Zay Flowers over Jordan Addison. Oh. Patriots next up on the board. And they take, and it shocks everyone, at 19 overall, Hendon Hooker, quarterback, Tennessee. They have no more faith in Mac Jones. None. They're moving on from him. They're getting Hendon Hooker. How about that? I'm going to get ripped apart for this mock draft so bad, people are going to hate it. Seahawks on the clock, pick number 20. According to PFF, they need a guard, a center, and a defensive lineman. We got a defensive line earlier with Jalen Carter. So they need an interior offensive line. This is not really a great spot for them. They're going to trade down. They're going to trade with the Jaguars. We're going to make this trade happen. We're at 24. For the 88th overall pick and a fourth round pick next year and let's toss it toss in the 202nd overall pick this year trade accepted the jaguars are on the clock they need a they need a edge rusher but Kalijah cansey still on there but he's interior isn't he uh b gap yeah but that's that's not it's yeah that's not that's not an edge rusher they're gonna take miles murphy from clemson Now the Chargers are going to take a wide receiver and they are going to take Jordan Addison. They're shocked that Jordan Addison fell to them at, tw at 21. Ravens on the clock next. They're going to try to get a wide receiver, but all their guys have been taken. So they're going to move down. They're going to... Ooh. A lot of these guys are going to end up taking... Actually, you know what? The Ravens are going to take Deontay Banks. They're going to take a corner. They need to they need to share up that secondary a little a little bit more. Taking Deontay Banks, Minnesota. They do need a defensive lineman. Kalijah Cansey is still there. That's a steal for them. Kalijah Cansey from Pittsburgh, a defensive tackle, B gap player according to Hat, where he played in college for most of the majority of snaps. The Seahawks still need an interior lineman. Now is a little bit of a better fit for the place for them to take him. Take one. Who do we got? Uh, interior offensive line. The best one is apparently Osiris Torrance. A little bit of a reach. But we're going to take Osiris Torrance, a guard from Florida, number 24 overall. The Giants, they're going to take a wide receiver. As I predicted... We're going to see five wide receivers taken in the first round. Josh Downs selected UNC. Just, well, no, Daniel Jones, not UNC, is Duke. 
ACC blue and white teams got mixed up there for a second. They're going to take Josh Downs, number 25 overall. The Cowboys. Apparently, according to PFF, they have an RB, D-line, LB, and CB. But I think they're going to take a tight end. They're going to take Dalton Kincaid, tight end to Utah. I've seen some mock drafts with them taking a tight end in the first round. Buffalo Bills. They need defense. Go any position. You can go D-line. You can go linebacker. You can go corner. There are a couple good deep defensive linemen left. And that is where they they are going to go. They're going to go Lucas Van Ness, edge rusher from Iowa. Bengals on the clock. Their number one need is tight end. But they also need a DB. They also need D-line. I think they would have gone tight if Don Kincaid is still available, but he's not. They're going to take Brian Branch, safety, Alabama. Saints are on the clock. Next, they need a guard, center, D-line, corner. They're going to take Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. Eagles, who took JSN in a shocking move, 10th overall. Now they need a take an interior lineman. There's none really available. Nobody wants to trade with us, so the Eagles have to make a pick here. Brian Branch would have would have been a nice pick for him, but he's not available anymore. Too early to take a, the next best uh, safety. Oh, this is gonna this is this is what they're gonna do. And this is this is gonna this is gonna hurt my this I'm gonna lose this bet and it's gonna be an all time stinger. Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama, taken by the Eagles. They're stocking up their offensive weapons. And then finally the last pick of the first round, the last pick of my mock draft, with a thirty first overall pick in the twenty twenty three NFL entry draft. The Kansas City Chiefs select Offensive tackle, Anton Harrison, Oklahoma. Let's see where PFF grades my draft. Oh, I guess I don't get a grade since I just picked one pick for every team. So there you go. I'm going to screenshot this. And this is going to be exactly correct. And when it happens this way, I'm going to break to everyone. And I'll be the become famous as the next biggest NFL insider based solely on betting odds and gut feeling. How about that? I'm not going to, I was going to recap it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say 31 players names. Go watch the video version. And you can you can stare at the recap right now and read it yourself. Go over to my YouTube channel, Bacon Bets Podcast. Subscribe, like this video, scroll to about the forty-two and a half minute mark, and you can see the recap of my picks. I did a couple trades, I did a couple reaches, a couple guys fell, I did some questionable things, but questionable things happened in the first round of the NFL draft.
nothing ever happens the way people think it will. So there you go. What do you guys think? Comment on this podcast. Send me a DM. Tweet at me. Comment on the video. How did I do with my NFL mock draft? First round. Thank you all so much for watching, listening. Like, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Gamble or bless. Good luck with your picks for the NFL draft this week. And I'll talk to you later. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.